Hey guys, welcome back to the What Would You Know podcast. This is episode six, I think it is now. Um, I don't know when I'm going to be uploading this. I've gotten a little bit too excited. I've been supposed to be doing uni all morning, but instead I've spent my whole morning dedicating to making another podcast. Um, but I just love it. Like I can't stop doing it, but I know that I probably, I don't know, who knows, but I don't know when I'm going to upload this one, but I really want to upload it straight away. Or I don't know if I should just wait and leave it for the weeks that I don't get anything done. But this topic is going to be about healing and what I mean by healing. Like I'm obviously going to talk about who needs healing. What do I mean by healing um, and things that you can implement in your life in order to heal. Um, and they won't be anything extreme and they're going to be able like they're going to be things that every single person will be able to implement in their life in order to heal. So it won't be like anything hard or crazy or anything like that. So I've got a quote for today. It's a long one, but it is, it's time to stop avoiding your pain. You are capable of embracing your pain and all your other emotions for that matter. This is the key to improving your overall well-being and happiness. When you stop identifying with your emotions and realize that they are not who you are, you take back control over your destiny. You realize that control is actually surrender, that feelings are temporary and nothing to fear. So you can face them and then realize them. It will feel strange and intimidating at first, but you've got this. There are people out there who support you and want you to live in peace and fulfillment. You are not alone. You can do this. When we allow ourselves and each other to feel emotion completely and authentically, we will win. And I am one of those people that backs and support you. And that quote is relevant in today's episodes. You'll understand if you keep listening. Stop and pause this. And I want you to do three things that you're grateful for today. The three things that I'm grateful for today, I am grateful, I'm grateful for Muzz, Muzz if you're listening, I'm grateful for you just waking up like you're just so happy and like you have really good energy, I don't know, it's just really nice to have a boyfriend like that so I appreciate you Muzz, bit cringe. Um, I also appreciate my friend Letitia, she sent me a really nice message this morning and I always have her support and it's just a really nice feeling. And I am also grateful for my mum. If you saw my post last night, well, I don't know when this will be uploaded. She is going to come and record a podcast with me next week and I'm just, yeah, grateful to have her in my life. So let's get straight into today's topic, which is, I think I'm going to caption it or have the title as listen to this when you're ready to heal or this is how to heal or something like that. Um, And this episode is going to be a little bit deep for some, but I do invite you to stay and know that this is a safe space and maybe listen to this one alone and not around any people. Um, first things first, I know the word healing gets thrown around a lot and I know I have and not a lot of people understand that I think everyone does actually need healing. 
every single person on this planet needs healing and there's not a single person who does not need to be awakened from their unconscious. And what I mean by living in your unconscious mind is that you are living through belief systems that don't really align with you and you have been conditioned to believe as true. Like those beliefs, you may think they're true because that's what has been modeled to you. And things like traumatic memories and painful emotions that may have been oppressed. And some belief systems that we have been taught by society and from our parents that are far from the truth and that aren't actually our own beliefs can be things like same-sex marriage is a curse or going to university or working in a trade determines success. You know, you can't grow hair in certain areas, things like racism, being a a music artist won't get you anywhere in real life. These are all passed on beliefs and are not true. So I want you to have a little bit of reflection with that. What do you think some of your beliefs are? I want you to question it and really like try to understand, well, where have they actually come from? And do you actually believe like that that is the truth and are they genuinely your beliefs or have you been conditioned to believe those things from society and our parents or parent figures or friends or family or whoever? When you're ready to heal, you're going to have to allow yourself to remember the time that your parent came home slamming doors and called you a disappointment because you didn't do the jobs around the house. You're going to have to feel the emotions that come with having a parent who denied your dreams. You're going to have to feel the emotions that came with having a parent who didn't display their emotions and to the dad that you never saw cry and now you are wondering why do I find it hard to express my emotions And was it because your dad never cried and were constantly told to toughen up? You're going to have to face the emotions if your caregiver ever neglected you or your emotional needs or who one day decided to walk out the door and now you don't have a relationship with. You're going to have to feel emotions of connecting with your inner child who used to look at themselves in the mirror and call themselves fat and ugly to the point where you believed it. You're going to have to feel the emotions that came with having a parent figure who gaslit you as a child and maybe still to this day that said things like, but I do everything for you. You're so ungrateful. You're going to have to sit with the emotions of having a helicopter parent when every time you left the house, they projected their own anxieties onto you. And now you don't know why every time you leave the house, you tell yourself something bad is going to happen, like being in a car crash. Maybe you watched your dad yell and scream and hit your mum when he came home from work because dinner wasn't ready and now you find yourself filled with anxiety, running around the house, unconsciously trying to make everything look neat before your partner gets home, even though they might not treat you like that. You'll need to sit with the 16-year-old version of you that was picked on for being different in school, or maybe you were the bully or the person on the opposite end because deep down you were only just repeating behaviors that were demonstrated at home and you were hurting inside. You'll need to feel the emotions that rise when you remember the time you dressed up as a girl because your parents shamed you for not fitting into society's fucked up expectations of what a man should and shouldn't wear. Maybe your parents sugarcoated 
their struggles and emotions and now you find yourself not being able to express your emotions and need as a result because you weren't taught how to do that in a healthy way growing up. You'll need to sit with your emotions for the time you were overeating and instead of having a parent to comfort you, you were shamed and were made to feel disgusting. Maybe it's the time you went through heartbreak at 15 years old, but you were told to get over it because you were too young to experience love. Maybe it's because you watched your mom cheat on your dad or bring home a new guy every weekend and now you find yourself cheating on your partner and have commitment issues. Maybe you were sexually assaulted at 15 but nobody believed you because the boy who assaulted you was captain of the local footy team and everyone loved him and how dare someone like him assault someone like you. So you keep it to yourself and now you flinch at the thought of another man touching you. Or maybe you come home every day to a parent who was passed out on the couch drunk and you had to cook your little siblings dinner maybe it was the time that you got attacked at the party and because you're a boy it was deemed normal and boys will be boys but the memory of you being trampled replays on your mind every day or maybe you need to sit with yourself and your emotions because a loved one passed away suddenly the list is literally endless and I had to write all of that down and there's probably so many more examples, but what I'm trying to get out of this is that everyone needs healing. And in order to heal, you need to sit with yourself and your feelings and the emotions that arise. And it's not going to be easy, but these triggers will only wake you up, not knock you back down. You will need to cry like a lot because you didn't cry, you repressed And now you drink or take drugs or binge eat or gamble and you don't consciously know why you do it. But I do and that is why and that is because you have repressed repressed emotions, sorry. You're doing it because you have repressed emotions and you're turning to something in order to feel better about yourself. You need to mourn what you have lost or what hurt your inner child. And maybe you even grew up walking around eggshells and had to recognize tones and when people were in a bad mood. Like I said, everything I just read is trauma in its own way. And all of this trauma is from our parents whose parents whose parents were traumatized And this generational trauma can only be healed by you because you now have the awareness and courage to change and break cycles. To heal, you know, you will need to allow yourself to go back to these moments and tell your younger self the things you really needed to hear in that moment when you weren't supported in the way that you should have been because maybe the adults in our life or society or whoever didn't have the words or courage to be there for you in the way that you needed to. And that's okay because they were doing the best that they could with the tools that they were taught and were only modeling what they were taught as children as well. So forgiving and understanding why people hurt us and do these things is important and another key thing in order to heal Our parents and parent figures and majority of society wants what is best for us, but they all need healing too. 
And I'm serious when I say sit with yourself and allow these memories and traumas and emotions to arise. You're going to have to sit there and hold yourself and cry and you're going to need to do it as many times as you need to because like I said, all of these emotions and traumas and memories, they're all repressed and in order to go forward and to heal, you need to allow them to come back up. And when I talk about generational trauma, it's I know it probably sounds a little bit scary, but the good thing is you can break it. You can break the generational trauma. And like I said, you're going to have to sit with yourself. Maybe it's once, maybe it's 10 times over and over. Allow these emotions to come up, journal them, do meditation with them, have a hot bath, hold yourself and tell yourself it's going to be okay. And while we can't change what has happened to us in the past, you can change your story going forward. You will need to process the emotions, allow them to come, don't repress them, move your body, stretch, do yoga, run on the spot, place your hands on your heart and tell your inner child they are safe and they are loved. I'm putting my hands on my heart right now. So literally, if you can, if you're not driving or anything, literally put your two hands on your heart Take a few deep breaths in and tell yourself you are okay, you are safe, and you are loved and repeat it a few times. And maybe after me reading all of that, you might find it hard to come to terms with the idea of healing. Maybe your ego is still telling you that everything I'm saying is ridiculous and you are fine and your parents were amazing and nothing bad ever happened to you growing up. Like, what is this chick talking about? Okay, I want you to answer these questions to yourself wherever you are and these questions may further allow you to reflect on yourself and if you are stuck in your thoughts, emotions and behaviors that keep coming up that you ultimately want to get rid of and you want to work on. So I've got eight questions here, so answer them in your head aloud, whatever you want to do. Question one. Do you often feel like you are overwhelmed easily? Two, do you find it difficult to cope and manage your emotions and stress? Three, do you find it difficult to express your needs, feelings, beliefs, and wants in a relationship? Four, do you find yourself reacting emotionally to feelings and events and feel as if you can't control them? And then when you feel ashamed about these reactions after time of reflection, but then find it difficult to address why you reacted that way. Five, do you find yourself repeating past experiences, patterns, emotions in your day-to-day life that you don't necessarily want to be repeating? Six, do you often find yourself promising to change or create healthier habits, but keep falling back in cycles and don't seem to be getting anywhere? Seven, are you triggered easily? Eight, do you turn to any things to numb yourself or you may unconsciously turn to these things and aren't even aware of the reason why things like smoking marijuana or cigarettes you know you constantly watch porn gambling drinking drugs constantly scrolling gaming masturbating binge eating like there's heaps of different things that you could be turning to in order to numb yourself or get that like quick hit of dopamine that you don't necessarily know why or why you keep doing it But if you answered yes to these questions, I guarantee you healing is for you and you are stuck and it is okay. 
your past experiences are because of conditioning. And what I mean by that is that you are probably experiencing an automatic response to a stimulus or event or emotion or whatever that may have been learned from past experiences and exposures. And it's okay. I was stuck. I'm still stuck. Like everyone around you is stuck. But the difference between you and the person who is stuck is you are now consciously aware. And the good thing is change is possible. And I fully back you. If you don't have a good community around you or family or friends, know that I fully back you and I believe that you've got this and you're going to come out the other side of this a completely new, better person. And I am going to give you some practices that you can implement in your life in order to heal. But like I said before, the first step is to feel your emotions and you need to genuinely feel them. You cannot go forward to becoming the best version of yourself and removing that gut feeling deep down that you know something isn't right within you. And when I say like to be healed as a person, this doesn't mean that you're never going to be sad or you're never going to feel the emotions of grief or sadness or anger or anxiety. You will obviously still feel those feelings when you need to and when it's necessary because that is life and we are human beings But to be healed means you are allowing yourself and the emotions that get thrown at you in life or interfere with your life that you won't let them interfere with you going forward, if that makes sense. And you will not live in the past and continue to bury your emotions further. And hopefully some of like the things that I was talking about before, do you consciously turn to things like, Uh, smoking marijuana, gambling, drinking drugs, all of that. Hopefully we can work through that and overcome that. Sorry, I've just stepped back from my microphone a little bit. I don't know if that's helped at all. But when, as I was saying, to be healed, you know, it doesn't mean you're never going to feel these emotions ever again because you obviously are. But when something bad happens to you in the future, you're going to be able to acknowledge it, but you won't become trapped to that emotion and you're then not going to play the victim card. Like, for example, the other day, this is just like a little example. There can be heaps of others and like more of a deep example, but this is just what came to mind. The other day I had a hole in my tire and I noticed it because my tire was like extremely flat to the point where it needed to be replaced and all of them needed to be replaced. And automatically I just thought, you know, fuck, that's just another thing to the list. Like, of course, like that's just more money, blah, blah, blah. And then I consciously changed my attitude and said to myself, well, maybe that was just the universe's way of saving me from my car breaking down in in the middle of the freeway. And maybe that was the way the universe was saving me from being in a car accident. You can have that attitude towards everything. And I promise you, you are going to feel so much better. And when you do the work to become healed, that's when that attitude will start to shift and you're not going to play that victim card. Healing isn't easy. Like let's just go back to the cost tire situation that I just used. For example, And you can literally apply it to anything. And obviously at the start, I had that like 
negative attitude towards it, like poor me, poor me. And old me would have stuck with that attitude and kicked up a fuss and I would have been angry and blamed the world even though it's like some people might listen to it and go, that's not even that bad. But I know there are a lot of people in the world that react like that to literally everything. Like they're always negative and angry and like just, yeah. I think you'll understand what I mean by that. But old Lily would have continued to react like that about the tire and being so angry about it over something so small. But because I put in the work after having those thoughts, I was then able to consciously shift my perspective and have a better attitude about it. And then I wasn't angry about it anymore because I looked at the positive of it and I didn't let my ego control my emotions because I think that I have put a lot of work into myself, but I still obviously have a long way to go and that is okay. And maybe this will be a long process if you are going to put in the process to heal. It has been for me. Like I said, I'm still going, but you are able to change. You can change. You will be able to move forward and you're going to be able to go through life without that massive hole in your heart or chest or wherever it is wherever it is of that feeling that something just isn't quite right. And this is because you are living unconsciously and you have repressed emotions deep down. And like I said, in my first episode about my whole bladder thing, that was my repressed emotions showing up in, I wouldn't say it was like an illness, but it was like, I don't even know what you'd call it. Like it was like, it was an actual infection in my body that manifested because I had repressed my emotions for so long that it grew into physical pain and we don't want that. And when these feelings and emotions rise, know that they were always there. So when you do go back and you sit with yourself and allow these emotions to come up, it's they're not just coming up out of nowhere. They were always there. It was buried under layers and years of beliefs and false identities that you may have formed as a shield to protect yourself and your feelings, or maybe you were modeled as a child to repress your emotions. And now as a result, that's what you do because that was all you were taught and that's not your fault. And that's not your parents' fault. Like I said, everyone is doing the best you can, but This is what this podcast is all about. I'm going to give you the tools so that you can be the best version of yourself. And I'm going to quickly, well, not quickly, but I've written down 28, is it 28? No, 30 ways or things you can implement in your life in order to to start practice healing in your day-to-day life. Okay, so one, read self-development books. Two, practice being grateful of what you have right now that your past self craved so desperately. So for me, for example, I was thinking about this the other day, like maybe a year ago, I so desperately wanted to move out of my hometown. And obviously I'm not living there anymore and I live in Melbourne and we're never actually like, well, most of us, 
often forget like what our old self wanted and wished for. And then we get to the thing that we wanted and we just don't acknowledge it. Like the other day I was really sitting with myself and I was just, you know, being grateful that I am here in Melbourne and I'm proud of myself and I made the move and I'm loving it. And just like, yeah, learn how to be grateful for the things that you craved long ago. Number three, practice meditation or breath work, or both. I don't know if I've said this before, but there's like a little app you can get. It's called Insight Timer that has two of those practices on it, like the meditation, the breath work. It's got heaps on it and it's for free, which is a bonus. And number five, no, four, question every single thought. Five, practice standing up for yourself in a healthy way and implement boundaries. Six, Write down your values. Okay, wait, before I go back when I, sorry, practice standing up for yourself. I seen a video this morning. It was by the, it's the holistic psychologist on Instagram. She's absolutely amazing. And she was, um, she did a video of like how to implement boundaries. Let's just say your, it, the video was your mum unexpected unexpected. I can't say that word. That's another word. I know everyone found it funny when I couldn't say this. I can't do it. (laughs) Unexpectedly. There we go. Shows up at your house and you don't necessarily want her there because you want time for yourself. And she goes on by saying, maybe I can play it. Hang on. Okay, I won't play it because I don't know if it'll sound faulty, but it pretty much is, is how to set boundary with a parent who shows up unannounced. So your mum shows up and then you set a clear boundary of saying something like, I appreciate you showing up, but in the future, and like I love spending time with you, but I actually need time to be by myself today. In the future, I would love if you could give me a call before you come over. That way we could see if it's a good time for me. And I can be expected to prepare for your visit next time. And then the mum goes on to say, I'm confused. I have to tell my own daughter that I'm coming. Like, what's the go? Like, she gets, like, quite explosive, like, reacting in a negative way. Like, how dare you say this to me? I'm your mum. And then she says that you need to repeat that boundary if needed and avoid over explaining or apologizing. So don't apologize for setting that boundary. Just say it again. Look, mom, I'm really grateful that you want to spend time with me, but I need some time for myself today. And I would really appreciate you appreciate it. If you gave me um, a heads up before you came over next time. And that's what it means by setting a boundary. If that makes sense. Question, uh, no, not question. Number six, write down your values, beliefs, and goals. And when writing, ask yourself this, are they really mine or are they my parents or societies? Seven, unfollow every single toxic person on social media. Number eight, if you need to change something in your life, start today. So if you want to quit your job, write that letter of resignation. If you know you and your friend have had a falling out, send them a text or a letter and apologize to them. Number nine, create a vision board. These are really good. I have a vision board on my computer. I did it at the start of the year. There's actually a photo of a podcast microphone on my vision board. And here we are. I've made my podcast. Number 10, explore your past conditioning and beliefs about yourself and the world. 
11. When you find yourself unconsciously judging another person, question why and remind yourself that you are only contributing to making your own self-approval smaller. 12. Pause and take a deep breath before you react in the moment. 13. Journal your thoughts. 14. Practice forgiveness. 15. Understand whatever annoys you about other people only reveals the unconscious truth about yourself. Use this discomfort as another opportunity to heal what is repressed. 16. Daily walks in nature. 17. Dance your heart out to your favorite song. If this makes you uncomfortable, you need to dig deeper. Why? 18. Limit your screen time and really limit it. 19. Allow yourself to have empathy for the version of you that experienced trauma. 20. Study the daily habits of people you want to be like and implement those habits slowly into your life. 21. Listen to self-development podcasts. 22. Cut off people who do not align with you and make you feel worse about yourself. 23. Think back to the time that made you anxious, which has now turned out to be nothing. 24. Practice gratitude. 25. Practice daily affirmations. 26. Smile at strangers. Try and aim for smiling at three strangers per day. It's going to make you feel so good and it makes you and it makes them feel good as well. 27. Journal what comes to you. Journal what comes to you. Oh, what have I fucking written here? Journal what comes to you, effort to you and what other things are interesting? Oh, I don't know what I've bloody written here. I think I'm trying to say journal the things that interest you in life and things that you do that are effortless that you might not think you're very good at. But really, if I looked at you and something that you might do effortless, effortless, effortlessly, I might like be inspired by you type thing. And when you do this, they know that these are the keys to the purpose, to your purpose and your future. Sorry, guys. 28, make friends with the parts of you that you may have repressed or denied because you were scared. 29, when you feel, feel. When you're angry, you must feel angry. When you want to say something, say it. When you lose someone, you must cry. 30, Practice to let go. Sorry, that was a bit of a long list, but actually do it. Do all of those things slowly. Like I said, you don't have to do them all at once. Just slowly start to implement them. And they are some micro habits that you can implement in your life in order to heal. And the process of healing isn't just about going back, but it's also about moving forward. You learn to live in the moment and process your emotions and experiences in that moment instead of repressing them. And just remember and know that I believe in you like nobody else and you've got this and I'm going through this as well. You're not alone. Um, And yeah, if you're still listening, thank you so much. A little quick episode, just had to get that off my chest because I keep talking about healing and when I want something done, I need to do it. I can't wait. I'm so impatient. You guys are probably that sick of me. I keep spamming my Instagram. I'm so sorry. And yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll upload this today. Who knows? But if you're still listening, thank you so much. And thank you for all of the support that I've been getting recently. 
I seriously appreciate it so much. And if you could, I would really appreciate it to give me a little rating and even review on Apple Podcasts. That's what's going to make this podcast grow without me having to do anything else but post. Um, Again, I was thinking the other day, like, I can't even listen to it, but the first episode, how much of a change there would have been in my voice from that episode to like now, because I was so like anxious and scared and quiet. I think I still am a little bit now. I know I was a lot better when Britt was with me because I was like, I was talking to a friend. I didn't feel like I was talking and like 300 people were about to listen to my voice, but I'll get there. So thank you so much. And remember, nothing changes if nothing changes.